I don't play PC games. I play Candy Crush because it never ends. Hola y bienvenidos al Geekscape Games Podcast. Este es el nivel 24, intitulado Esto no es ninguna casa de shades. A mi izquierda, de Wasia, Alaska, Shane O'Hare. Hola. Y viniendo de Nanaimo, Canadá, Derek Crandevelt o algo así. <laughs> uh, bonjour. That's Spanish, right? <laughs> y de Los Ángeles, México pequeño, <laughs> señor Joshua Jackson. ¿Qué? <laughs> y yo soy Juan Carlos Márquez Y bienvenidos Señor Shane Empieza el programa Hello everybody uh, Thank you Mr. Juan Carlos uh, For that glorious, glorious intro And trust me We'll explain why we have our intro like that um, in, the, in the pre-show I was like, hey, I should do the, the intro in Spanish uh, <laughs> oh, I, was, I thought, oh, I I'll ask Juan to help me make sure my translation's correct. I thought, is it is it presumptuous of me to ask if Juan knows Spanish? And what did you say, Juan? It's like asking an Asian kid. Uh, what did you say? It's like, no, no. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Jesus that's, a, Christ. That, that's the much. That's, that's not what I said, but we'll just stick with that. It's okay. better. I yeah. think it's better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's um, it's better. Um, but all right. Uh, so uh, if you listen to episode twenty-three, uh, you know that Josh's computer completely like committed seppuku, and Derek wasn't around. So uh, I was in your Derek country. Gonna, you were in, you were in enemy territory. He was um, planning an invasion. So, Everything was thirty percent <laughs> more expensive for me when I was down there. It was awful. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you you breathe you breathe that air where we don't we don't we don't answer to no queen, all right? With us, yeah. president, president of freedom. That's right. Uh, so, uh, you guys need to answer the uh, question of the week. Uh, it was um, last week. Uh, what game did you absolutely hate that everybody seemed to love? So I'm gonna let Derek go first. This was a tough one for me. Um, I I think that the the first game that came to mind, which is the one that I'll just go with, is uh, Mass Effect. Actually, I, uh, wow. I like I've tried to start Mass, you know, because obviously, aside from the third chapter, it's pretty well critically acclaimed, and everyone's like, you know, Mass Effect is like one of the best games ever, and uh, so on. And I, I've tried to start Mass Effect probably four or five times and like never make it off that first planet because it's just i i just get bored of it for some reason and i and it sucks because i i'm sure like i'm super into the story aspects of it like i'm like i i I have to imagine that uh you know it's really good and i really like the whole choice aspect and and how you can affect the storyline from what i've heard and everything like that but um yeah i've just found the gameplay like boring as shit um, and that's after trying, like I tried it on the Xbox and, and on the PC and it, I just, just still can't get into it, which sucks cause I would love to, but, uh, but I, I feel like it's not happening. And I'm guessing you started yeah. with part one. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I, I got Mass Effect one myself and I'm kind of with you. Like I played it, but 
I had fun while playing it, but I got I got fairly far into it, maybe fifty percent of the way through, and just was like, nah, nah, I'm not coming back. Um, so yeah, and to me, yeah. here, here's the thing with Bioware games for me is like usually the beginning feels really overwhelming. But once you're able to get over that hump is when the game really starts to grow on you, at least for me. Because I know with uh, KOTOR, it took it took me a while to get past the beginning. And then Jade Empire and Dragon Age Origins, I never got past the beginning because I was just kind of like, okay, what do I do now? And just kind of fell out of it. But when I every time that I stick with their games, I end up growing into it. And then with Mass Effect, as your example, I ended up playing it like... I think I put like 70 hours into it and got all the achievements. Wow. So, Jesus. Yeah. But I could definitely mm. see what you mean. Like the Citadel and the the first part is just really kind of slow. Yes, uh, and those fucking elevator rides took forever. Yeah, like, like the, hit, did... the hidden loading, the hidden loading screens, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Josh, what was yours? Um, I don't know if this would be the best example, but like Derek said, it's the first one that came to mind, and it's mostly because I hear about it so often lately. But mine would probably have to be The Last of Us. What? Um, <laughs> and I was saying last no. week I was saying last week Derek's going to hate me for this but yeah I don't know I played it I mean I enjoyed it enough to finish it but nothing really stood out to me I mean certain parts of the story yeah but I mean after it was all over I didn't ever really feel like a re- I had a reason to play it again it was kind of just like a one and done thing and while I thought all the gameplay was well done it was it just felt kind of competent to me but nothing outstanding and then once you take away the story parts of it i just felt like you had an above average game that was being called the (laughs) game of the year mostly because of the merits of its story as opposed to the gameplay elements hmm you've changed man (laughs) you've changed no i i i I haven't played it so i don't know i i I might get the, the ps4 remake Derek, why don't you send me your copy and i'll i'll play it how about that uh, do I have a copy still? <laughs> do you sell your games? Uh, I trade them in sometimes. Oh, God. You've changed, man. You've changed. Well, it's like, well, it's, it's definitely not a game that I see myself playing very often. Um, you know, just like, but, you know, not, not to detriment the game at all, but there's, you know, movies that I absolutely love that I, you know, only watch once every few years or something like that, right? Like, it's, I don't know. I, I, and again, it was the gameplay I thought was excellent, like, like, um, you know, but it, but again, yeah, it was a third person shooter. And but I, I found the um, environments were what really helped to carry the gameplay, like, like, do like the maps and stuff and, and anything you're doing, you know, fighting in or, or exploring, like, like, I almost enjoyed the exploration aspects of the game far more than the actual shooting aspects, though those were fantastic as well especially compared to like naughty dogs uncharted games which i always thought that the the shooting part was like the shooting parts were not overly fun in those games but uh but it's definitely like it's just an incredible kind of story of survival and that's definitely what like i i think i played i think i finished the last of us in two sittings just because i couldn't stop and it wasn't because i was like oh i'm related to this gameplay like mario kart or something where you just play for hours because you can't stop but it was i need to see what happens next like i need to see what happens to these two characters and uh and yeah no like you're definitely right in that it's it's merits of its story that probably carry it far more than the gameplay does but i also really liked the uh i I also really enjoyed the gameplay and it probably it probably helps that i'm kind of cynical a lot of times so when a lot of the like terrible or like 
not terrible in terms of execution, but like just terrible narrative wise, where it was like, you know, bad things would happen to the characters. I would be like sitting next to Megan. I'm like, oh, I bet this person's going to die. Oh, shit, they're dead. Oh, well. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Well, um, sorry about that, guys. Um, yeah, so those are both really good uh, responses. Um, and there's actually a lot of people that agree with both of you once we get to our listener responses at the end. But let's get into news. Um, in the never-ending uh, saga of Kojima and Konami like splitting up. This is things- so disappointing. Yeah, there's two things that happened the last couple of days. Uh, the first one, uh, Kojima Productions logo was removed from the Silent Hills website. And uh, that was on March 31st. So uh, if 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 this is actually like something that's happening and, and Kojima Productions is not going to develop Silent Hills, I don't want to play video games anymore. That's, that's <laughs> it. That's it. Like you, you like that PT demo coming out and being so incredible. And then at the end of the demo, you learn, holy shit, Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima and Norman Reedus are doing this next Silent Hill game, Silent Hill, which is a series that's been terrible for the last decade. Like, uh, and, and, and like you, you literally dangle that carrot, and then you're like, oh yeah, we removed their logo. They're not developing anymore. Like, I'm done. You, you can, you know, you you delay all the games I want to play this year. Every company, and and then you fucking pull. Kojima okay, wait, wait, wait. I gotta stop. You. I gotta stop you right there. I gotta stop oh. you right there, Derek. You just bitched about companies <laughs> delaying games when, like, two podcasts ago, is like just delay the game if it's no, not. No, I, I didn't say delay it. I was say, I said don't give us release dates until you can actually hit them. Bullshit! Come on, no, look, look no. at you. You come to America and you get all you get that you know American freedom in I just you, feel and so you get all free. smarmy. <laughs> I feel so free still. No, I was absolutely. I was like, I, you know, yeah, delay the game if it's going to be a better game. But I, I uh, we were very much on the topic of of how about you don't give us release dates a year in advance and you actually give them to us. You know, I'd rather just know, hey, we're shooting for this year rather than like, oh, it's coming in October. Oh, and then oh wait, it's coming in May, and then oh, it's coming in July. Like over and over and over again but um i don't know you know i've i I i've kind of definitely slowed down on buying games lately um and i bought a lot more amiibos but yeah i was gonna say it's a good thing you have amiibos to keep your wallet occupied well i can get like you know i can get like well with the price increase coming like but i can still get like six amiibos for the price of a video game so (laughs) yeah and you don't even take them out of the box and play with them no they're for uh, yeah. they're for looking only. I I I kind of agree with you because um, you know what's if... never let me down. You know what's never let me down. Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, I you play Candy Crush, the levels never end. I never have to worry about hey, you know, eventually I'm gonna run out of this game. No, you know, you just keep going, and then when you run out of lives, you just wait a little while, and then you get more lives. Like I I saw the funniest thing ever. Um, this total tangent. I was on an airplane and I watched this like old old woman like across the aisle for me like trying to, to to play candy crush on her ipad and she kept clicking on like it's like oh get more turns by sh- like asking friends on facebook and she kept hitting that button and like going back to the game like why isn't it working and like i watched her do it for like 15 minutes before <laughs> she went to solitaire <laughs> was it because she was on a fucking airplane and had yeah. no internet connection yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was great um but i i, I agree with you that um it's bad news because I PT demo was amazing. Uh, like one of the standout gaming experience from last year, like yeah. for sure. Yeah, and um, the way that uh, Kojima likes to fuck with the player 
by doing stuff that's outside of the normal like gaming conventions like um uh, at least in the PT demo one of the things that um that I thought was interesting was uh did you guys co- uh, collect all the picture piece- pieces of the picture? Yes. Okay, no. and one of them, one of one of them is like you have to find these like uh, Oh, the one that's in like the menu? Yeah, you have yeah. to hit pause and then like Who's going to fucking figure that out on their own too? Though? Yeah, I know, like, but you, that's amazing. Like you had to like pause it and then like press the zoom in button and mm-hmm. then zoom into a certain area of the black screen and then it would like flash at you that you found it. Yeah. But yeah, no, incredible, but like it's always like with that Kojima stuff where I'm like all right, this is like the one game I have to look shit up on in because I'm just not going to figure it out by myself. Yeah, yeah. And then like um, the the part where uh, you're in the the one loop and the game crashes. Um, oh, yeah. You get that error screen. So uh, and then just the way that uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro likes to do is horror um, where it's very visceral and like you're it's a it's a thinking man's like spooky movie. Well, and um, his creature designs are absolutely incredible. Yeah. And... Yes. So the, they they were the perfect pair. They were the perfect pair to make like this interactive horror um, experience. And if Kojima's gone, I hope he's already like put his touch on it enough that um, we're not going to have like a uh, a neutered product. I bet they just give it back to the uh, Silent Hill Downpour developer. <laughs> yeah. Um, PT. Uh, uh, PT's further proof. Uh, PT's further proof that whoever said it's better to have loved and lost never really loved anything. <laughs> That's mom? true. I would. Yeah. <laughs> Is that yeah. my mom you're talking about? <laughs> I never. I don't think I ever loved your mom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I hope. I really hope that you know we're just speculating and that we're preparing for the worst, and then it turns around and they make up or or something. But. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, Juan, I'm done with Juan, video games. What, um, if uh, you know, if anyone what, needs a PS4, uh, Juan needs a PS4 to play Destiny with me. <coughs> um. Actually, I um, thought we were all going to play Destiny. Not that I have time for video games, but <laughs> yeah. Juan, uh, what do you what do you think about? Um, uh, were you like much interested in uh, Sil- the new Silent Hill game? And does Kojima's possible like departure from the project like deter you from getting into it? I just want to make sure that we also entitle this the Derek Cranavelt Appreciation Farewell Podcast Show, <laughs> uh, since this is going to be the last time he ever talks about video game. <laughs> but I we had a good run, you guys. I, I was. We we did. We had 24, 24 weeks, baby. Um, and one bonus yeah, episode. No, I'm, and ooh, so twenty five and a, so it's, yeah, twenty four and a half. Yeah. But yeah, I am bummed out because. When I played the demo, and I, when you hear those two names, and I'm a, a huge fan of both, and uh, especially with Guillermo del Toro, I, I love that guy for ever since uh, Devil's Backbone, um, and and uh, Pan's Labyrinth, of course, and uh, but to hear like Kojima and del Toro working on Silent Hill, I was psyched. That was going to be the game that got me, that would go get me a PS4. My wife. She wanted to have it just so she can play that game, and to. But what's scary is how fast all of this is coming out. It's not like you know, week after week, or there might be rumblings, or there might be contract talks. It just seems so sudden that Kojima just said, "Fuck it," you know. And we still don't know all the the details behind what's going on with him and Konami and him with the and all these other projects that are now gonna at the end we're all gonna suffer for it. It's like yeah, it sucks for 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 him and for you know his employees and everything. But but you know, when we look at the big picture, it's like 
every fan of Silent Hill, all the especially like Derek said, for the that series to have had so many ups and downs, but more downs recently. To have this project on paper, everything looks great. The demo made it look fantastic. It just got me all that much more excited. And now to have it possibly never come out, it's it's a bummer. Um, and there's there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on too. Like um, uh, IGN has like a like a timeline of everything that's going on. Um, and like uh, like his name got added back to a couple of titles, um, but also his name got removed from Zone of Enders, like HD's yeah, the HD website. collection, yeah. So like I don't know like maybe like I don't know which is weird because I feel like nobody's been to that website in like three years and then <laughs> doesn't that seem just like a really petty thing to do though like whatever's going on between them like yeah, whether or not he's still I... with the company he worked on those games it's not like those are new games that aren't out yet like Zone of the Enders has been out for years exactly exactly it's it's gonna be a very interesting like tale that once um once this is all like said and done like I hope like the full story gets out I I, I really do. It's um, it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to, to figure out like um, what bullshit went on like in behind closed doors. It'd be a, it'd be a great documentary. Kickstart that documentary. Maybe Kojima. Um, maybe Kojima has had injuries for a while and they don't want to give him time off. <laughs> could be. That could be. Um, another quick thing uh, before we get into um, our news uh, headlines of the week. Um, the you might have noticed that our intro uh, was in a different language. Um. Uh, as Canadian, a, right? It, it was it was full blown Canadian, eh? Uh, down from the prairies. Um, uh, as of right now, we're recording this on the second. Um, hopefully, this show will be up by this Sunday. Uh, cross your fingers. But um, <clears throat> as of the the first tomorrow, um, a great, amazing short uh, that our fearless leader Jonathan London had filmed. Uh, oh, shit, what the hell is it? Like, uh, I think it was. What if amiibo hunting was like dealing drugs? You mean and it isn't? It's, it's, if Amiibo <laughs> hunting played out like a drug deal. If Amiibo hunting played out like a drug deal. So um, we can talk candidly about it because it'll be launched by the time anybody hears this show. Um, I was completely blown away by how hilarious it was. Um, I it was it was it was great. Um, what did you guys think about it? It was so fun. I I remember at, like I remember us talking about this like when Amiibos launched like a few months ago like. Like, like you get, like you have to do a short where like the amiibos are like drugs because we just started calling them drugs, right? Like, yeah. like drogas. Yeah, drogas. Like, uh, like. Or how do like, you say that, Juan? I'm too white. Yeah, drogas. like, like <laughs> that is literally like we didn't we stopped calling them amiibos entirely, and uh, um, yeah, and then you know we joked around like like I remember that someone joking around about you know actually turning it into a short, and then they did, and it's so funny. And I remember like like some of the lines are like. from conversations that were had and like it's so it's so good um really good you know really good styling and and uh yeah it was you know i was laughing my ass off and uh you know shane actually watched it for the first time while we were in a skype conversation and so i got to hear him giggle like a little girl Um, i was cackling i was full on cackling like a little girl (laughs) <laughs> and uh it which is obviously you know it's just really a testament to how funny it is and and i hope that it uh spreads out there like like it deserves to because it's uh it's really funny yeah definitely definitely guys like uh if you hear it go to our geekscape tv youtube page we'll put a fucking link in the show notes but like watch it and share it um uh, because like removed from the project yeah it's it's part of it's content that came out from our like mother website but 
It's still really fucking funny. It's really funny. And it's and it's weirdly accurate how we live our lives when we deal with Amiibo. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, pretty much like that. Yeah, like living down here in LA, that's pretty much every day. I mean, don't don't we have a woman who is offering to show her boobs if they got her a Marth Amiibo? No, I think it was that was for a less rare one. She said she would do more for Marth. Oh yeah, yeah. And I mean, I mean isn't that the way we drugs? Hey, I have a Marth. <laughs> I think she wanted new in box, so you guys are out. <laughs> she wanted the Japanese box art where it has like the number next to it. I know. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'll, I'm, I'll I'm, more, I'm more hardcore. Okay. Oh no, well, I, that's actually the UK box art. Oh, one. Come on. oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I, <laughs> they're I actually the, only numbered in the uh, UK collection. Th- that's oh, Derek Cranevel. You, you pretentious Hey, I got I got like thirty something of them, like. Pushed pinned onto onto my wall right now. And you spend I'm gonna need days. A, I'm gonna need a bigger place soon. Spend yeah, a couple days well, in America and you think you know everything. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I actually works. like I actually like that packaging better. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like it has more it has more information on like all ours just say like the six plus up in the corner, but like to actually have it numbered from the collection, I feel like it's way better looking. And then it- I mean, and then you could like put them all up in that particular order, and it would look really cool. But you're you're like one of those like pretentious like Tumblr users. It's like I only watch British TV, like Doctor Who and Sherlock. Um, it's just like yeah, it's just better than UK. <laughs> why why am I like that? I don't know. Because I have a package. I don't play PC games. Maybe it's that whole like living under a queen thing. It never ends. (laughs) (laughs) I I have a Commodore sixty four that I modded to run on HDMI. Come on. I uh, Uh, I do do still. I still have a Commodore sixty four at my parents' house actually. (laughs) Okay. All right. So yeah, check out that video, guys. Share it. Leave a comment. Subscribe. Do all that bullshit. Um. it, It was. It's really fucking funny. But the biggest news of the week. I think you three guys probably all have to agree on the same thing, that it was the Nintendo Direct that came out. There was a Nintendo um, Direct? Oh, yeah. Which was um, Shane's exact response yesterday. Yeah, he, thought he, every, text- he got everything I was texting you guys. Yeah, he was like, is this joke. a joke? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, no, there's a Nintendo Direct today. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they picked, so- sure picked a bad day to do it. Like, I was telling people... My like, I was really excited about the 200cc mode that they announced for Mario Kart. Um... Which, yeah, I kind of just took over the news story, but I'm a big Mario Kart player. Um, one of the things that, you know, I, I only really play it with friends now, like locally, because it just gets to the point where even on 150cc, like, it feels like I'm playing by myself because the next person is so far behind me that I can't even see them. Yeah, um, excuse me. You know, I'm not trying to, like, gloat about oh, how good uh, I am or anything. Uh, humble brag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh they announced a 200 cc mode and it looks so much faster and i'm so excited to you know this is the first time that a game had a mario kart game has ever gone beyond the 150 cc and uh actually there was a uh preview video that just went that went up today where they showed dolphin shoals everyone's favorite mario kart 8 track uh <laughs> like with uh, in 150 cc mode versus 200 cc mode it is crazy how much faster it is and i'm really looking forward to the extra challenge that it adds because it really looks like you need to rethink how you're playing because you know it's just that much faster and and you drift that much more and and, and the like corners the one, are that the much one harder. thing that, that they like emphasized was like you need to learn how to break now like you yes. have to break yeah which i which i isn't even in 150 cc is not necessary all that often if at all 
It, it is sometimes like there's Wait. there's a few corners mm-hmm. that you can definitely take faster by incorporating the break. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it looks crazy, and I'm really excited to play. And they so that's coming on April 23rd. That's a free update, and they also announced that the second DLC pack, which was originally slated for sometime in May, is also going to release on the 23rd of April. So we're actually getting that early too. And they showed off a really really cute looking Animal Crossing track for it. Oh yeah, one th- the one thing the one gimmick from that and. We're kind of like steamrolling over uh, Josh and, and Juan. So, um, but the the one thing that I thought was amazing from that was that every time you play it, the season changes. So it's like four tracks in one almost. Because it'll change the way that that you handle on the track and everything yeah. like that, right? So yeah. it looks really cool, and I can't wait to play the other tracks that are in there. And and I only play as Mario, so I don't really care about the characters. But you know, it'll be good for some people. But yeah. So uh, what do you guys think? Um, just in general, for the free update. It sounds like it's going to be a great way to improve the game. Not necessarily improve, but expand the game, keep people playing. Um, and the news of the Animal Crossing DLC coming out early was really exciting for me because I'm a big Animal Crossing fan. And so from now on, I'm probably only ever going to use Link and Isabel. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm a big Link Peach uh, user, so... Juan, hello? Anybody? Oh, I, I, was, I, was, I was waiting. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was I was being polite. Uh, <laughs> Why I, I did you like say how... it that way? Why did you say polite so weird? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't just... know. Maybe if you were trying to seduce me, it did work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What well, what's the time? He's at half mast right now. Half. <laughs> 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 Three quarters. <laughs> I think I jabbed All a right. hole through my pants. Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking Christ. <laughs> All right, Juan, well, so Mario Kart. Uh. Yeah, so, so about that, 200 CCs. Um, no, it's uh, I, it's funny how Derek explains it. Like, it's, he's coming out of retirement because there was no challenge before. <laughs> he's so good. <laughs> Which, no joke, Derek is great at Mario Kart. But it's just like, yeah, it's good to see that uh, there's a somewhat challenging <laughs> track now that could make me want to come back. It's, and- it's nice to know I'll be able to play again. Yeah, for like, a little while, uh, anyways. Maybe they're only like three miles behind me. When I'm L- in the at least they'll be visible. <laughs> Not Jesus just Christ. stuck on my map. Jesus but Christ! It, it, looks, it looks great. I also like the that they went ahead and added more um, amiibo uh, costumes. Yes, yes. So I would love I saw, that if I opened my amiibos. Yeah, <laughs> the Pac-Man helmet, the animated Pac-Man helmet. That's so looks cool. Insane. Yeah, that looks cool. They had a Sonic helmet. Um, I, th- those two I saw, but I don't. Um, I know there's a picture floating around on the Nintendo press site, but well, no, if, looks... if we can find it, I'll put it in the show notes. Oh, here we go. Uh, it says, uh, it's, "Oh, it's gonna for nine. It's gonna add nine amiibo figure costumes. So Mega Man, Sonic, Pac-Man, and uh, they don't mention the others. But yeah, I do remember that seeing that Mega Man helmet." So that should make my buddy Ash Paulson very, very happy. Mm. Oh, yeah, so, he hasn't yeah, stopped talking two, about it, so we know he's happy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, it's, it's, it's really, really exciting, and the fact that it's all free, and we're getting it a couple of weeks early. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's, it's great. Um, I, um, uh, it's, it's, am- it's amazing, like, what they're doing with Mario Kart. Like, Nintendo is, like, really just fucking hitting it out of the park I feel, with everything. I feel like they're doing a really good job of uh, increasing the longevity of the game. 
like just rather than like you know rather than like oh we released mario kart 8 this week and there's <laughs> dlc you can buy like the first dlc didn't hit until november which uh like that was seven eight months after the game released and then that's it until now april so another number of months afterwards like like so pete like you'll literally be getting brand new content more than a year after the game came out um and especially for the value that they had it at and the fact that they're also releasing this free content like like this free new mode which will literally add hours and hours and hours more uh onto the game like like more than a year after it came out like they're really showing that well you know because you know typically especially things like mario kart each console only gets one um so to be able to increase its longevity through dlc which is something that i've never had the opportunity for they're doing a really good job with it yeah um, it, they're they're doing a great job um keeping that around, and they're they're doing a, a bunch of other amazing stuff. Like in the Nintendo Direct, they they talked about um the the new 3DS has got um amiibo support, and they're introducing these like amiibo cards. And the first game is going to be like an Animal Crossing like direct decorating game, where there's just these they're little cards that you can like like a- they'll act as amiibos <coughs> on uh, on your uh uh. 3ds so you don't Mm -hmm. have to carry your figures around with you well and it seems it's like the the cards are pretty much just for that game at like at launch like it's all animal crossing cards but it seems like like that like it's it explained it as like one of the most favorite things people like to do in animal crossing is to design the houses and stuff and so the game like has you designing houses for all these characters and you can add basically you're adding in more characters to design houses for by putting the cards on the thing. And yeah, it's this... weird because I've, it, is it a free to play game and you just buy the cards? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, so. I didn't, I didn't catch that, but, but in any case, I feel it was stupid. Cause I'm watching this Nintendo direct yesterday. I've never played an animal crossing game in my life. And I'm like, I need all of those. Like, <laughs> oh God, they really, I don't know what it man. is. And I don't know what it is. And it says there's three, I think it said there was 300 of them or there's 300 characters. Wait, in Animal. 300 cards. I don't know. There's 300 characters in animal crossing or something. I, I just read something today that was like, that's 300 cards or something. So if they actually have all the characters, it's a lot. And I, but I was just like, I can collect something else. Like <laughs> yeah. I got room. I mean, and, uh, <laughs> but there's, there's only so many ways you can redesign houses though. That's true. I and that was just it was just something I read on like a forum, um, but but uh, and and they didn't really detail like how are you buying these cards? Is it like a booster pack thing where you're paying five bucks for fifteen random cards and there's rare ones and you know I uh, I'm you know Michaela listens to the podcast. I'm sorry, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, get, you're getting like you're getting like those like the heroin junkie like scratches and sweats right now. I can I can tell. Yeah, we could hear uh, it I, from this side. <laughs> it just it seems like Nintendo at first they have mercy because they could easily have because if they made amiibo figures of the Animal Crossing neighbors, holy mother, sh- fucking shit. Who says they won't? Like, well, oh God! Please, I don't want to think about yeah, that. Yeah, why wouldn't there be like an Animal Crossing I don't, collection? No, as, no, I don't want to think about. That. As far as I'm concerned, though, Nintendo the, never had mercy because they, with all the Marth <laughs> crap, like as soon as it started, yeah, it's gonna be another. It was like we are making more Marth available in May, but he will hold his sword in the other hand, making oh, it an exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> exclusive at Future Shop <laughs> in Holy Canada. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, oh, um, uh, Juan and Josh, what was your uh, biggest takeaway from the Nintendo Direct? Uh, whoever oh, speaks God. first can go first. My biggest takeaway uh, from it, ha 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 ha, was um, 
was uh, the Smash Brothers information, which, like you were saying earlier, it's really unfortunate that they decided to have the April, um, the direct on April Fool's Day because I don't think anyone believed that Lucas was really in it. Yeah, I think everyone yeah, just had I, to kind of wait a day and <laughs> make sure that it was still posted. But yeah, and um, uh, I got a um, when we get into like the game section, I got something uh, a, a funny anecdote, but. They picked a fucking bad day for that direct. Yeah, they really did. I remember getting the press release the day before, and the last sentence in the press release is, this is not a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So, but it was, I don't know, it was just so much uh, Smash news ended up coming out yesterday, and it's similar to the situation that you guys are saying with Mario Kart, where it seems like they're really adding a lot of longevity to the game over time, because we're getting our first... DLC character in Mewtwo in like two weeks, but those two weeks will be what six months since it released on the 3DS. Yeah, and um, it seems like they put a lot of time and care, and I think everyone is somewhat expecting a Mewtwo trailer since we knew he was coming soon. But adding the Lucas trailer and revealing he's coming out in June, I think just really built up a lot of hype for the game and is going to keep people playing it for a long time. And then not only that, but similar to the Mario Kart costumes that they're adding, uh, they were adding uh, new costumes for the Mii Fighters as well. Um, Those aren't going to be free or attached to Amiibo, though. Those are going to have to buy at a couple different price points, depending on if you want it on one or both games and if you want to get them. And you know what? The the, the price point is, like, super reasonable. It's like 75 cents if you want to buy it, like, as an individual or, like, two, like, like, like a dollar 20 if you buy it as a pair. Like, they're they're they they know they're not overcharging they're not right. gouging and some of the and some of the costumes are really cool like Mega Man X and Proto Man which is exciting that someone remembers that Mega Man X exists um, <laughs> they kind of dropped that i mean you know Capcom hates Mega Man as it is um them is, mentioning is Mighty the number 9 out yet no it's not <laughs> really? although we already have a mighty uh an Azure Striker Gunvolt 2 announced a few weeks or a few months ago Oh so that's ex- so that's good. I mean, Mega Man games are coming out whether or not Capcom likes it or not. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and everyone's you know everyone's going crazy over the Mega Man X and Proto Man costumes. And for some reason, Nintendo's really obsessed with animal suits because they have a cat suit and a monkey suit or something like that. Yeah. But you know, screw all of that. I want my Dunban costume from <laughs> Xenoblade. Like as, as long as I have that, I'm good. Yeah, I was I was surprised when they had the Xenoblade stuff coming up, but they're they're really pushing that property. Like that's a, that's an IP that they're that is successful, and they're like, all right, we need to we need to make this like a really good flagship. Right. I mean, they're five years late, but at least they're coming around eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, Juan, was there anything else from the Nintendo Direct that uh, you wanted to touch on? Uh, whatever's left over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, the whole thing was the whole thing was amazing. Uh, amazing. One thing that I was really into was the Shin Megami Tensei Fire Emblem reveal. You motherfucker! Reveal. But no, no, no. Okay, good, good, good. Wanna... No, 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 no. I'll let he you. He just talk wanted about to it. make sure it got mentioned. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure it got mentioned. I was, I didn't think you were going to talk about it because I was going to say every time. Because mentioned... you took the Smash Brothers stuff already. <laughs> well, no, because every time, every time I mentioned um, Shin Megami Tensei or Persona, everyone else is just kind of quiet. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to sit here and talk to myself for 10 minutes so i didn't bring it up but if go ahead the floor is yours sir um i i i just thank you uh i want to talk about the virtual console (laughs) 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 
No, you're, I was I was gonna talk about Shimagami Tensei. You're showing your age. You're showing your age. No, no. I wanted to talk about the Shimagami Tensei. I saw that trailer and I was and I wasn't sure if that was the I saw the Nintendo and Atlas logo and I was looking at the trailer and like, is this final? Because I was expecting like the medieval, maybe feudal Japan costumes, and I'm seeing two different Waifus. girls wearing nothing but like panties or like short skirts and there's this dude on a motorcycle it's like all this is like they took the stereotypes of every fucking anime that's been out in the last 10 years and just multiplied it by 10 and with and and so like i was like uh, so much just anime you know stereotypes all at once i can't take this and sure enough it was fire emblem versus uh fire emblem cross uh, shimagami tensai what what did you say in the pre-show like like about weeaboo or uh waifus oh Fucking the Fire Emblem team, the art designers, they just keep putting waifus on my plate. It's like <laughs> it's it's like even in the trailer, it's like waifu, waifu, waifu. Then you see the villain, the villainess. She yeah. like, waifu. She, she oh dude, best girl. She makes Sia from Hyrule Warriors look like a nun. Like because it's just like there's just too many. It's it, there's this the guys or the women who design these female characters do such a good job of making each fem, female different, but still undeniably cute and attractive, and it, it, I just don't know how they do it. But I'll I'll let Josh. They need to start selling body pillows. The, oh God, I'm sure they're doing it already. Some, some, I, I, or some, I have or someone... a body pillow. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. I have a body pillow, but to, in my defense, I won it in a raffle, so I've never spent money on one. Okay. It was a raffle of hey, whoever it's it's really easy to win the raffle. Give me twenty bucks, you win. <laughs> Here's your prize. <laughs> That's how I get all my amiibos. Oh no, babe, I won these all in a raffle. <laughs> Where was this raffle? <laughs> Toys R Us. <laughs> but, but I mean, deja vu. But while we were just while we were talking about Shin Megami Tensei, yeah, I completely agreed with what you were saying about it, Juan. How it was really weird and had nothing to do with what I what anyone expected, but. At the same time, it's really interesting to me because rather than a typical crossover where you take some characters from one game, some characters from another game, and you kind of put them together in like a fish out of water scenario, instead what it looks like they're doing is they're making a completely original game, but with elements of Fire Emblem and elements of Shin Megami Tensei combined to make this new thing. Which I'm glad because we did get a game like that with a Project X Zone. Right. Where, with Capcom and Namco, and it was just, what was the third company? Um, uh, Sega. Sega. It was just a clusterfuck. Like that story <laughs> made no goddamn sense. It was like a fourteen-year-old girl in her creative writing class just threw this shit together. You know, like yep, oh, and now there's much. that's that's all it was. Like once I figured, felt like I understood the story where I was going, then some other random shit happened and I'm dealing with three new characters. I'm like, oh, fuck, now I have to tie this shit in. Yeah. So, and so I it love was just, that game too. Oh, it was, it was right. Good. It was like, it was just a complete fan fiction though. <laughs> so, and then even in the trailer that we, when they made the announcement that the Atlas and Nintendo were teaming up, they showed Fire Emblem characters and then they showed Shin Megami Tensei characters and then they just did that little cross and says Shin Megami Tensei cross Fire Emblem. And so initially I thought, oh shit, we're going to get Marth and, you know, maybe Roy, they're going to meet up some Shingamagami Tensai folks. Maybe they go have a more dimension, kind of similar to Project X Zone where their dimensions cross and now they have a common enemy or 
whatever the hell. You know, it, a little bit like Hyrule Warriors and Project X Zone. So I'm really glad, and now, you know, in hindsight, that they're going this route. All new characters. Uh, there's no shades of Martha Lucina or anybody in the last Fire Emblem game in this one. It just seems to be all original. Even the layout of the game looks new. Uh, we don't have that typical top-down map. There just seems to be a lot of uh, real-time fight sequence. Almost like a, it look. It reminded me like Final Fantasy, like the newer ones. They probably want you to say it reminds you of Xenoblade. Or Xenoblade. Let's say that, Xenoblade. <laughs> uh, Z- like Please the, understand. And then no the, Final Fantasy. And then like the one thing I found really interesting about it, too, is it seems to resemble Persona more than anything, which, yeah. is, not, which is unofficially part of Shin Megami. So it's kind of like they're making it more like a game that has neither to do with... E- um, has nothing to do with either property, and then we or see a lot of re- connection. What, it was funny because we watched a lot of reaction videos f- for the Nintendo Direct. There were a number of people who saw the trailer and automatically said, "Persona, Persona, is this Persona?" Like, like really freaking out over it. So, but yeah, it has that Persona look, that presentation style. But I'm really excited. The only fucking thing is, we're not going to hear anything about it, or it's not released till next year. Right. Yeah. And along with Zelda Wii U, so 2016, you can already put, assuming they don't get pushed back even further, Zelda Wii U and Shimagama Tensei Cross Fire Emblem. But I'm sure it'll have a different title than that. Now, you say, uh, this is completely like stupid and anecdotal, but you say like Cross, like Shimagama Tensei Cross uh, Fire Emblem. I say X. X. Yeah. So I, like, like Mortal Kombat. But it's like X, two Tekken. IPs crossing. Yeah, but it's like X, like they're versus. Yeah, like I used to say X. Then it would until, say versus. Yeah, that's true too. I used I, to say I, X until I real until I watched a trailer for something and they kept saying cross and I'm like, all right. I got. I grew <laughs> up in Long Beach where they and uh, Torrance where they have a lot of. Uh, there's a Wahoo Fish Taco and they always have that motocross sign. It was Moto X, Moto X, and I always used to say yeah. Moto X and the guys, no man, that's motocross. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. It's moto. It's the Moto X. It's Moto Cross. That's what the X is. It's Cross. Holy shit! They can't oh, put a. Shit. I have no shit. idea. Well, they can't put a crucifix, Moto Cross. You know, because that's somebody- <laughs> Moto Christ. <laughs> moto Christ. Uh, the apostles um, on dirt bikes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Before we go, before we go too long, um, let's uh, let's c- talk about the uh, new amiibo news. Um, I'm not a uh, drogas dealer myself, but there's a couple that got announced that I got my eye on. So, what Josh, you- why don't you tell us about what we got? Um, so, the new amiibo—they've pretty much announced the entire uh, Smash Brothers roster at this point. Um, coming in on May 29th will be the Wave Four that they announced a few months ago. Um, with the addition of Jigglypuff and Greninja. Uh, Jigglypuff is Target exclusive, Greninja is Toys R Us exclusive, and uh, Ness is GameStop exclusive, with the rest of them being out in the open for everyone to fight over. Um, On top of that, we're getting Dark Pit and Palutena to round out the Kid Icarus lineup in July. And I I didn't really initially want... A pit but Juan sent me one and I kind of just fell in love like he's adorable looking so I want I want a dark pit now oh yeah thanks Juan thanks Juan you're welcome dark pits one of my favorites so he oh and Palutena so those two are like on the top of my list already Shane, as you is. need to get a Palutena 
I, I, I basically just want to collect all the girls, which is kind of creepy. R slash like. coming on Amiibos? Yeah. <laughs> well, well that, I mean, Actually, I haven't been to that subreddit in a while. Let's see what, what activity is going on. I mean, that's good for you, though, since they announced the Splatoon Amiibo, too. So you can probably buy a, <coughs> um inkling girl and just spray your ink all over her, too. Gross. God damn it, Josh. Make, make, <laughs> make her live up to her namesake. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, God like, fucking I, damn it, like, you too. I've got some ink for you. Uh, uh, but anyway, I don't think I can be on this podcast anymore, dude. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I would have thought. I would have thought you would have jumped off at coming on Amiibos in that case. <laughs> <laughs> or what about the story where you know I was a whore on World of Warcraft? <laughs> this is like a running theme for this. Show. Was, was, <laughs> was, was. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't keep doing that. Um, the um, but you completely but, like glossed over the, the one amiibo that I wanted. Jigglypuff. Yes, and of course in September. <laughs> yeah, Jigglypuff. <laughs> no, in September, mm. um, we're gonna get Olimar, Ganondorf, Doctor Mario, and uh, Bowser Junior. Bowser Junior. Yes, and Zero Suit Samus. Um. So that's like no. You guys may all know like from our like group text that is like the only amiibo that I've wanted since day one. Yeah, no, Which, I know you've been, and you've mentioned it a couple times on the show too. Yeah, you're just waiting I, I don't for know, the like, Zero Suit Samus. I, I, she's um not my main, but she's my alt. Like I really like, I just she's 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 not your main, but she's your best girl. Yeah, she's my best girl. She's not my waifu, but she's my best girl. There you go. <laughs> At, so the only ones that are missing now are Falco, Rob, Mister Game and Watch, and Duck Hunt. Which I wouldn't be surprised if some of those get added to the July lineup, since only releasing two seems kind of weird. But uh, it is weird. I it, I bet they're exclusives and they're still working shit out. Probably. And is that like is that why you, we didn't see? You're uh, you're, you're only going to be able to get Duck Hunt Dog at Cabela's and Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I have a Cabela's, so I'll even go further. I can get like... hunting supplies, but I can't get electronics. <laughs> well, you can only as get long a duck as you can hunt. hunt. Only get a and duck then... hunt if you adopt a pet. <laughs> and then to I'll round out, oh no, sorry. Go. But uh, to round out the amiibo news, outside of the Smash Brothers amiibo, as I alluded to a little while ago, the Splatoon um, amiibo are coming out on the same day that Splatoon releases on May 29th, which is also the same day as Wave Four Smash Brothers amiibo. Oh so god, that, damn it! There goes like all of our money for the month. But um, either way, the Splatoon amiibo are going to come in a couple different sets of packages, either. The um the female inkling, the male inkling, um individually, or a triple pack which includes the two of them and one of the squids, uh, which will retail at a slightly lower price at thirty five dollars according to Amazon. And then in September when Yoshi Wooly World comes out, <coughs> uh, there are going to be three different Yoshi yarn amiibo that are going to actually be plush dolls basically, and they're going to come in pink, green, and light blue. So. It's safe to say that in the absence of Zelda, they found a ton of other stuff to make us spend our money and throw it at their company in the next year or so. I hate that there's like different colors of the Yoshi because I just have to buy all of them. That's why. That's why they. That's why Nintendo loves it. Yep. Yeah. And even to the people who are like, I'm not going to buy all of them. I'm just going to buy one. And uh, as that day gets closer and closer, and I start it feeling more and more one. anxious, and then it just, it starts... it's... I remember when I wasn't going to buy any amiibo. Oh yeah. Yeah. We have we have recorded proof of yeah. that. You have people yeah, calling we, you from the store, telling you that it's like, in. and not even like my, not even like oh, we have your cell phone on file because of all your pre-orders. Like they literally <laughs> called my work. 
really? Like it was my work, like like not my cell they, phone, we, but we the phone of the store we that I work at. Will. And they were like, "Hey, is this Derek? We have amiibos for pre-order." And I was like, "I'll be right there." <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ, yeah. man! <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, it's like I've already got it in the system. We're just waiting for you to swipe your credit card." Wow, <laughs> I love it. Um, all right, so yeah, um, um. Any, any, anything else? We're missing. Else? You're missing out on some huge news, Shane. Uh, what? There's two things that I was really excited for. First one, uh, which is something that I've been hoping for for a long time, but f- the Fatal Frame game for Wii U is going to come to North America. Um, has, have you talked about that before? I don't. We've talked about have. the fact that it has not been announced for North America, um, but that it looks awesome and that it was coming out. That it was coming out in Japan, of course. But they announced during the Nintendo Direct that it is indeed coming to the West. Uh, no release date or anything yet, but it looks freaking awesome. Like, cause it's like you you hold the gamepad up to the TV and it like acts as that. That's when you're looking through the camera. Like you actually see the camera view from the gamepad, and it looks scary as hell because of that. Like much more kind of uh, uh, just uh, you know it absorbs like much more atmospheric because of all of that. So that was really exciting. I was also really excited to see Codename Steam, which is a game that I'm still trying to play through far enough to review. I just haven't had enough time. Uh, sorry, Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they announced... We I talked about it a few weeks ago, and one of my biggest complaints was that enemy turns take way too long, and you don't get to do anything during those times. Like, you literally are just moving the camera around your character. And if you're not in direct sight of the enemy, you don't even get to see what they're doing. Like, there's no map, there's no, there's no nothing... Um, and all you just see is like a progress bar to how close it is to your turn again. Super, super boring. Uh, they are releasing an update for like a, like a free software update, of course, that uh, will actually approximately double the speed of enemies' turns. So while it doesn't change it and let us actually view their turns, uh, they'll only take about half as long, which is it's a step in the right direction. Um, so I'm excited for that because it means that the game will only take half as long. Yeah, no, that's uh, I, I, assu- yeah, as soon as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, Derek, because Juan was uh, complaining about that last week too. Um, the the link, so like I, as soon as I saw that, I thought these guys are going to be happy. So, um, so yeah, before we get into what we've been playing, um, uh, the one one last thing I want to talk about is um, recently, Eleven uh, Bit Studios and This War of Mine had a uh, DLC um, that supported the War Child uh, charity. You uh, had three different options. You could pay $0.99 cents for it, uh, uh, $10, or $20 for it. Um, and it looks like they've raised enough money to help uh, 350 children uh, from Syria. Um, uh, uh, and they were helping them move to uh, Iraq and Jordan. Um, it's still available. Uh, by the time the show goes up, it'll be unavailable, probably. It, it goes up until April 3rd, but... Um, they've, they raised enough money to help some kids that desperately need, you know, some safety. And I'm going to, I'm going to keep saying the same thing I said over again. When I, when I talked to those guys at PAX last year, they were super passionate about, you know, getting the story about, you know, the un, unforeseen, like third party when it comes to like war. And it's the people that you don't even think about, you know, when you see the news, you're always thinking about, you know, the insurgents and, you know, the coalition, you know, you know, the, Bad guys with rocket launchers and us in our tanks and everything. You don't think about the people that are completely uninvolved. So um, it's really, really good to see that kind of stuff getting out. And you know what? I'm going to say it again. It's probably one of the most important games of like this generation just because of its message. Um, so sorry to get too like super serious. 
right there at the end. But uh, why don't we get into what we've been playing this last week, boys? Um, who wants to go first? Not all at once, guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll go first. Um, all right, all right, Josh. I'll go first because I keep getting cut off every time I want to mention this for whatever reason. Last week, my computer. But uh, I started playing Gravity Rush again, and it is oh, yeah. fantastic. Uh, I platinumed it already. It's rare that I go nowadays, especially since I have less time, that I go back to a game and play it again. But constantly thinking about how part two seems to be missing an action and how rumors of part one getting re-released for PS4 rolling around, I just really wanted to play it again. And especially when I talk to you guys and we talk about Silent Hill and all I think about is Gravity Rush because it was created by the guy who created Silent Hill. So, oh wow. Um just there's it's hard to uh I don't know, it's hard to describe in words, but just being able to control the direction that the character falls in is like the main mechanic of it. So if you rotate the camera to the sky and you push the R button, she just uh she'll fall upwards and then you tap R again, then she'll float and then you can readjust where you want to point the camera to. And it makes combat navigation um, exploring the open world, finding secrets, just so different and so refreshing. And it's even though it was a practically a launch game, it's still one of the most uh, visually impressive games on the Vita, and to the point where because on the of what? Oh uh, yeah, I, I I don't know, I I forget what that thing's called sometimes. Isn't that like a, one of them TV boxes? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I heard they're getting rid of those up north with all the future shops. They were actually, EB was actually giving them away uh, with, like, purchase of, like, a game or something last week. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. yeah. Why didn't you get me one? I, I want one. Because it's not probably not worth the price of shipping. <laughs> I'll pay for shipping. You're such a dick, man. Oh. I didn't have any games I wanted to buy. Oh, well, you could have bought me a game. You could have been nice. <laughs> you still owe me, like, like for the Christmas present I sent you. I, I have a Christmas present that I just haven't sent you yet. <laughs> it, it'll be for next Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's an early christmas present for next year <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean just going through it again is just so much fun if anyone has a chance to pick it up on the vita which i think it was like 89 cents a week ago during a flash sale i mean that's come and gone but if you didn't get it then hopefully the ps4 version gives you a chance to play it since ps4 has already doubled the amount of vitas sold in like a quarter of the time but aside from that i downloaded um Final Fantasy Record Keeper for the uh, for phones for my iPhone, and it's rare that I yeah, play mobile games. What is that? What what is that? What an iPhone? No, no, an, it's no. Some, record it's, Keeper. It's, it's some it's some niche pro- the iPhone some niche product that <laughs> you've probably never heard of. Um, no, <laughs> yeah, not, it's not really mainstream yet. So, <laughs> hate no. you guys so much. But uh, Final Fantasy Record Keeper, it's a mobile game where. You play as this character who guards the legends of the Final Fantasy universe, and after some evil force starts erasing the um, the legends, uh, you basically have this character has to insert himself into basically all of the old Final Fantasy games, like one through fourteen, and relive those sections of the games in order to kind of rebuild their lost history. Oh, dude, that sounds badass. Yeah, and it's it's awesome because, it, I mean, it's it's free to play. And, like, the catch where they get you to pay for it is, like, you could only play a certain amount of stages and then you have to... And each stage costs stamina. So 
um, you either have to wait or pay money to refill your stamina, but they give you a good, like, 10 dungeons worth of stamina to start with, and it refills really quick, so you can play a decent chunk of it and never pay anything. Okay. Um, and the way that it plays out is everything is sprite-based, like the old Super Nintendo games. So, I mean, that's nothing special if you play, like, uh, Final Fantasy 4 through 6 stage, but it's really cool to go to, like, Final Fantasy 7 through 14 or 13 and be able... And then once you play more stages, you can unlock party members from the games that you're... that you're, whose worlds you're entering into. So it's really cool to be able to play as, like, an 8-bit or 16-bit cloud or Titus or Yuna Lightning. That's cool. And be able to kind of fight the enemies from the new games in that older art style. And it it just it's really addicting. It's easy to pick up and play. It seems to have a ton of party members and an interesting story and it's probably the most in-depth free-to-play game that I've ever had the chance to pick up, especially when you consider like I said you can play a big chunk of this without ever having to pay anything. And I'm installing it right now and I don't know, it's from da- uh, Dana, so Yep. Maybe we'll see it on 3DS? Yeah, hopefully. You never know. But yeah, definitely pick it up if anyone's an RPG fan, a Final Fantasy fan especially. That's very cool. Downloading it right now. Um, Derek, what have you been playing this last week besides a convention photographer at ECCC? Um, what, what have you been playing? I have not played a video game in the past week, unfortunately. All right, Juan, what have you been playing this I, week? I, I, like, literally, like, I went to, I went to uh, Vancouver for some work meetings last Tuesday. And I got back Sunday night, had to go directly to a staff meeting, and I've been at work pretty much ever since. So I have not had an opportunity to uh, jump into anything, unfortunately. Hmm. Though I did, so I just downloaded, there's a, it's a board game that was kickstarted a couple years ago called Boss Monster. Have you guys heard of it? No. Mm -hmm. Uh, It looks really cool. It's got, it's got like a, it's got like an old, um, it's got like a pixel art, like Nintendo feel and a lot of like, like. Uh, references to old Nintendo games and stuff, but you have basically you and the people you're playing against are each like a boss monster for like a dungeon of an old uh, old school game, and uh, you have to just um, you basically draw cards to add like traps and stuff to your dungeon, and then after each round or something like that, like like uh, heroes walk through basically and um, have to like you have to see if you can kill them or and if they serve you kill them you get points and if you so you play as the 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 bad guy you're the monsters yeah and so i they i it sounded really cool and then it actually just came out on the ipad yesterday so i gave that a download uh and i'm really looking forward to playing it because the game sounded really really cool um so i'll probably have some feedback on that one next week yeah um yeah that's that sounds really fun um juan what have you been playing juan actually just dropped off the call so Uh uh-oh uh Shane, what have you been playing? <laughs> um, well, um, uh, besides the My Little Pony mobile game, which I've been playing like fucking crazy, uh, like whenever I get a chance, I've, I've been playing it. It's just like like a tapped out game, like Simpsons tapped out, um, uh, something like that. But um, uh, but yeah, I've been uh, playing that. But uh, I was super bored um, and uh, fired up Bayonetta because I I on the on the Wii U, I had just gotten past like barely the the, the beginning part, and I was like, man. I, I want to play it. So I started playing Bayonetta 2, and I'm like, uh, I have no idea what's going on. I'm, I'm going to go back and play through Bayonetta 1. And it's really fucking fun. That game is, is a good, good-ass game. Um, and Bayonetta is, is fucking hot in that Princess Peach costume. So, though, 
I was trying to explain to my girlfriend, and she said uh, she looks like a trainee. So I don't know how I feel about that. Um, and you don't then, know how um, you feel about your girlfriend after that. I don't know feel about. I don't know how I feel about my attraction to trainees well, now. Uh-huh. I mean, if she, I mean, if she looks hot, does it matter if she has a penis? It. You know what? That's kind of like my life motto. I had a life motto. I still do. That if it feels good, do it. And there you go. <laughs> and and that's how I got I got Derek blackout drunk at San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> Stop I think bringing, I said it. Stop I, bringing I that think up. I, you bring that up like every week. I think I said that to you. I was like, hey, Derek, why, Derek, if it feels good, do it. This is why John's banned you from talking to anybody at Comic-Con this year. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, but besides that, I um, and actually right after this, I um, have some uh, Battlefield 4 sessions uh, with some of my friends. That game um, is so much fun to play over Skype with your friends. Did that Just game the, ever get fixed? Yeah, they actually had a huge, huge patch recently that fixed. Um, recently? The, like like super recently, <laughs> like a year, more than a year after it came out. Yeah, yeah, they just had like a one gigabyte patch come out, and they're still putting out like free guns and stuff. But they had a patch that came out that fixed the net code because um, <clears throat> which is fucking stupid. But um, they don't they don't have server side hit detection. They have client side hit detection, which means like if you shoot a guy, um, and he crouches. But like, if your internet is different than his, oh yeah, um, it, it's like it, super like ping based and yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's really it's really shitty. But they they fixed it by by um your proximity to somebody else. So if you're closer to somebody, uh, your refresh rate between you two is higher than like you compared to somebody back at the base. Um, and they they've added they just they cleaned it up. So it's it's really good. Like I got really shit internet, but um I, I've been having some some fun with it. Uh, and uh, yeah, I guess we're gonna talk to Juan. But what what happened? Uh, he's right off line, so I don't know. Mm. All right. Well, it's we're gonna complete an episode of Geek State Games with the entire cast eventually. Eventually. Um. So uh, well, let's get into mission objectives. What do you guys think? Sounds good to me. Okay. So uh, like we said at the top of the show, we asked you guys last week, uh, what uh, game did you absolutely hate that everybody else seemed to love? And we got a lot of responses. Um, Peter I, M's. Sorry, oh, I was just gonna yes. say I got a I got a quite a few too while we've been recording. So I'll add to those after you're done reading off the ones Perfect. we already have listed. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Peter M said, "Does Final Fantasy 13 count? Did people love that game? Because I turned it off in about two to three hours and took it back to the store." Uh, Carlos L said, "Assassin's Creed Black Flag." Um, Chris C said, "Minecraft." Okay, okay, I don't hate it. I just really, really, really don't get get the love, which kind of pairs what Juan said. Um, our uh, good buddy Jeremy S. Shepard, Jeremy Shepard said, "Mass Effect." My last name is Shepard, and I still couldn't stand it. Too much dialogue, and the controls were terrible. Um, Jared Z said, "Shadow of the Colossus." Aka running. At, oh, fuck, I said Aka. Um, Aka. AKA. Oh my god, that's a Mega sixty four reference yeah. <laughs> that has just completely permeated my life, and I. God damn it. A.K.A. I'm fuck it. Aka running and pressing X. Oh my god, fuck that game. Uh, then Ryan G said Dark Souls because I don't hate hate myself as much as I should. Um, John K uh, said Halo. Dima M said Borderlands. Pedro G said Destiny. Uh, Christopher Mixy. I don't know how to abbreviate his last name. Uh, Christopher said Resident Evil series. I don't hate them per se, but they just really aren't my thing. I really got the uh, the appeal. Mal J said uh cod black ops 2 um uh logan h said i don't necessarily hate the legend of zelda but i don't think it's spectacular either i think people give it a lot more credit than it deserves and then someone responded to him uh dima m responded especially skyward sore um then um mal j on top of saying cod blobs 2 said everquest i despise that heap of shit 
Uh, Kayla B said Super Smash Bros. I get the whole competitive nature of it, but it just seems like um, a, a PC version of uh, fighter games. And I'm not really a fighter game person, more RPG. Uh, we got more Destiny. Johnny H said that. Uh, and then Mal and Kayla started arguing about the validity of Super Smash Bros. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, he's like, it's not, it's not, it's a Nintendo game. It's not a PC game. And she's like, I'm referring it to being politically correct. It appeals to younger kids. And then, you know, uh, you know, as it doesn't have a parental advisory or it's rated mature, it's freaking Nintendo characters beating each other up. Uh, and they're going back and forth. Um, we got a couple of halos in there. Uh, Tim H said Dark Souls. Um, and then Brian G said Fable. Uh, Josh, what do you got? Um, I have uh, Anna R said Final Fantasy VII. Actually, I have quite a few Final Fantasy VII's. Um, Real, I, I'm totally on fucking board with that. I should have said that. Like, like Final Fantasy VII is just... Yeah, like for me, Final Fantasy VII was amazing because it was the second RPG I ever played. But once I started playing more, and especially the Final Fantasies before Seven, I felt like most of them were so much better. Mostly because Seven was very lazily translated. But anyway, I'm not going to talk too much about that. Um, Ryan G said he wouldn't say no hate, but yeah, no relation to the other Ryan G. But um, he said he he wouldn't say hate, but is top three most overrated are Final Fantasy 7, Kingdom Hearts, and The Last of Us, and he hates Candy Crush Saga. So that's like two of Derek's favorite games. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ash P said Final Fantasy 12, and he wouldn't say hate, but he never cared for Grand Theft Auto. Um, then, let's see. Uh, ben N said Zelda. Ben Zach- 10? <laughs> ben, ben N. N. Ah. Ben 10 would be awesome, though. Um, Zach S. said he seconds Final Fantasy VII. Sadie P. says Uncharted and The Last of Us. Good games, but not that great. Too linear for her. Uh, Megan H. said New Super Mario Brothers, which I agree with in terms of Part 2. I thought New Super Mario Brothers 2 was pretty terrible. Um, Nick J. said Final Fantasy and Little Big Planet. Adama T. said World of Warcraft. Uh, His name is Adama. That's badass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then Sadie P. Someone's again. parents like Battlestar. You're right. <laughs> uh, then Sadie P. came back and said, "Oh, and any MMORPG." And then Edward T. said, "Little Big Planet, any Final Fantasy game, The Sims, and Minecraft." Mm. Um, I just want to. I just got one texted to me from uh, a buddy of mine. Uh, Devin C. said, "All the Mass Effect games, all of them." So I guess. I guess yeah. That's not really a. Um, 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 like a, I can't think of the word. Yeah, they agree with you, Derek. <laughs> yeah, like um, mine. Mine's so, weird. It's like I like I love Mass Effect one way more than two or three, whereas two seems to be the one that everyone favors. But we can all agree that three was kind of a okay. Um, um. So the mission and objective this week. Um, one thing we didn't touch on. Uh, in the Nintendo Direct was that um Nintendo is taking submissions for possible new characters in DLC. So you can submit, and we'll have a link. Um, our, our own Eric Francisco um, has uh, an article on the front page of Geekscape.net that we'll link to in the show notes. But there's a form where you can submit. Um, they want to ask your age, your gender, the character, uh, the game the character's from, and why. Um, and so our question for you guys is, if you could add any one character to Super Smash Brothers, who would it be? Um, and I'm going to let Derek go first. Crash Bandicoot. Why? Because we haven't seen Crash Bandicoot in a very long time. Because he wasn't in yeah. PlayStation All Stars, and he needs to be in something. Do do you do you think now? 
who does Naughty Dog own that outright? Like, you, would I they think have Universal still owns yeah, it? Universal bought it Universal. a while ago, and hasn't really? done anything with him for a very long time. Hmm, well, and do you guys remember those like heavy, heavy rumors around the PS4 launch that Sony had bought him back, and that they kept talking about this big announcement that was coming, and that uh, the heavy rumor was that they were going to announce a new Crash game. No, I don't think like I ever Crash heard that movie. That's uh, that's Ratchet and Clank. Oh, okay. And Sly, I think no. Yeah. And Sly, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I whatever. would. I, I don't know. I just, you know, I was. I, I just kind of grew up with Crash. Like I, I had a PlayStation. I was a PlayStation kid and kind of grew up with Crash. And uh, it, uh, I don't know. He, he was a great character in in some great games. And then they kind of ran him to the ground and then killed him basically. So it would be cool to see him in something. Yeah, I think I think um, you know I would say something like Ray Ban, but uh, I mean Ray Man, but <laughs> Ray Ban is just a set of sunglasses. <laughs> I would say something like Ray Man. You, you but, work, uh, tell tell everybody where you work. I don't want to. Oh, okay. just go to www.shades.com. Yeah, it does it does redirect there actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you know I'd say someone like Ray Man, but we're still getting really good Ray Man games where we we just haven't seen Crash in so long. It does redirect there. I think Sorry. it was actually Jonathan that found all that found that out. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I, I think their ability to have a severe third party or not even third party, like fourth party characters, if that's even a thing, like uh, Solid Snake, Sonic, and Pac Man. I really think um, they. Um, uh, it, it's a possibility. Um, Josh, what do you, who do you want to see? Uh, it's so hard for me to just name one. Um, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Ray Mark II from custom robo um i was talking i was talking about that game a couple weeks ago when we i think our mission objective was like great games that people didn't play but um his character model was already in smash brothers brawl as a assist trophy but he was Mm -hmm. like really he was really small because it was supposed to be in the spirit of custom robo where, where they're essentially toys but you just blow him up make him bigger and all of a sudden you have what I would feel is the first completely projectile-based fighter in Smash Brothers, um, aside from the Mii Gunner, but I mean like an official lice- like named character that's all about shooting. And his, you know, his movement speed, his weapon variety would be really strong. It would give representation to a niche Nintendo series, which could be beneficial because it seems like in the case of Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing, they've really kind of introduced... Cr- uh, larger crowds to these games that only the hardcore Nintendo fans really knew about, and like on, the bi- biggest reason for me is because he would introduce that whole new playstyle that's not seen otherwise. And then outside of that, my honorable mentions would probably be Chibi Robo and uh, Starman from Pro Wrestling, and then Isaac from Golden Sun. Okay, uh, I-, I think Isaac would be a really really fun character to play as. Um, when I s- saw that um, that form, I immediately went in and, and put in uh, Roy from Melee. Uh, well, from Fire Emblem, but he was he was my my main in Melee, and I could fucking just mollywop everybody with him. Um, and his inclusion in Project M—it's a word pr- I've never heard before. Mollywop, son, Mo- you just got molly-wop? flat mollywopped. Mollywop. I think he just makes shit up sometimes. 
Oh, a black friend of mine told it to me, so it's gotta be cool. I didn't know that it. I didn't Free know milk. I didn't know milk toast was a real word, and then it was an option neither, in. Neither uh, did I. I didn't know milk toast was a real word until Shane said it. Said yeah, it. and then it was Shit. an option. <laughs> and then it was an option in Bloodborne for your character's personality. <laughs> really? It was like, it was like the really? de- it was the default one too. Like when you first open it up, it says milk toast. <laughs> You're like motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, when the fuck did Shane start making these games? <laughs> uh, I'm actually uh, Hideo Kojima right now, so. No. Uh, so you're looking for work then? Yes, I am. That's why I'm doing this podcast. Um, <laughs> anybody that wants me to make a game for him, um, I know Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, uh, I merely thought Roy, but then I saw Eric uh, Francisco's post about trying to get uh, Travis touchdown from No More Heroes um, in it, and I have to agree wholeheartedly. Um, he it was one of my favorite Wii games. I bought it day one. I bought the sequel. I just love No More Heroes. The character, the um, the personality he has, how like rude and brash, and how he's just basically like uh, a crazy otaku. Um, and I love Suda Fifty One games. He's probably one of my my favorite directors. Uh, but yeah, I I would love to see Travis in a um, in Smash Bros. I mean, he could you know with the the beam sword. It's a very Link like character or you can even make him heavy and he could be really funny and um you, you know you could you could definitely like censor him down and uh you know make him t-rated but i think it'd, i think it'd be a really fucking awesome inclusion in smash bros you mean he won't jerk himself off to build up his power well <laughs> no oh, fuck there was um damn uh i heard i, I think it might have been like um uh did you know gaming did something on no, uh, no more heroes where they talked about how uh, why they picked because like in Japanese language there's like a, a, a double entendre about like recharging batteries or something and that's like the motion so it's like not for us yeah it's just like a jerk off motion but there's like another like meaning like I'm gonna be talking on my ass but I'll, I'll post a link if that's true I'll go do some research but um yeah that's it that's level 24 over we're down a soldier um seems to be the fucking case around here but uh, Josh you went through the whole episode without a crash how's it feel it's fantastic. It's <laughs> amazing to actually work off of a computer that's functional. Yeah, that's great. Maybe you should stop buying Amiibos and get a new laptop. No, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I'll find. I'll find a way to record off of my Amiibos if it came down to it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! I love you guys. Um, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, if you guys are listening to us, uh, uh through iTunes or wherever, um, please give us a review and a rating. Uh. It means a lot, and it helps us get more exposure. If you think we're worth it, tell your friends um, and share the uh, uh, the Drogas Amiibo dealers vid because um, it's uh, it's genuinely really really funny. Um, you can find us all at Geekscape. Do you say generally or genuinely? Why I heard not both? genuinely. I heard generally. It could be both. Why not both? Like you're like it's generally really funny. Sometimes not so much, but generally is pretty good. It's four good. and a half minutes long, but it's generally really funny. Um. Anyway, as I was saying, uh, you you got really rude coming to America. Uh, you're interrupting people. Yeah, you all wore, day. you guys wore off on me. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's yeah. there's a there's a, a coming on Derek joke there. Warring <laughs> off on you. Um. All right. As always, you can find us at geekscape.net. You can follow Geekscape Games on Twitter at Geekscape Games. You can follow me on Twitter at Shane O'Hare. I'm at D. Cranavelt. I'm at Inu Joshua. And I believe Guan is at the King of Mars. That so is correct. We will see you guys back here next week for level 25. Thanks for listening. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bye.